But now came the final athletic event of the Salmon Fest, the much-anticipated pig toss. After all the contests, the tree climbing, the wrestling matches, the log pull, and the salmon catch, Oric lacked only five points to take the lead in the competitions. The pig toss would make or break him. Oric's nerves were frayed. He watched dozens of younger bears toss the pigs, burlap bags filled with 40 pounds of rock. Legend said that in the old days, bears had actually tossed live piglets, but Oric couldn't imagine his ancestors engaging in such brutish activities. Anxiously, Oric waited for the toss of old Mangan, an aging bear with an especially large snout and a blaze of white on his chest. For five years, since before Oric was even born, Mangan had held the title of primal bear for the twin counties, an honor which allowed him the privilege of selecting ten or twelve mates a year. Oric had matched him in nearly every competition. The competitions proceeded. Each bear snagged a pig and then took it to the tossing ring, a small circle of stones. The bears in the crowd would cheer and jeer in their deep voices. Oric watched the first few throws, his heart pounding. He wanted to win, could taste victory. He looked out over the crowd, scanning for the females he'd most admired during the past weeks. He particularly liked one big she-bear, one with a thick, glossy coat, long, shiny claws, and large teeth. Certainly there were some fine specimens in estrus, and their scent left Oric dizzy, reeling. He met the eyes of one young she-bear, but the undisguised lust in her glances left him feeling empty, hollow. Am I nothing more to her than a breeder? He wondered. The boar that might sire her cubs? And he knew it was true. She-bears did not form strong attachments. God had so fashioned them that they desired but one thing from a male, and after their sexual appetites were sated, they would become irritable, chase him away. Even now, many females huddled around Mangan, the favorite to win the games. They tempted him with their scent, gazed imploringly with their deep brown eyes. And Oric, watching those she-bears, suddenly felt empty, desolate. If he won this contest, what would he win? A few nights of frolicking with she-bears who would hold him in contempt a week later? It seemed an empty prize. For months now, Oric had considered entering the priesthood, giving himself into the service of God and mankind. It seemed a noble thing to his mind, yet here he had let his gonads bring him to this salmon fest to engage in these bestial contests. If he bred widely, he would perhaps gain some form of immortality through his offspring. But if I give myself into the service of God, he told himself, wouldn't I gain a more sure form of immortality? And so Oric was at war with himself, disconsolate. Before he knew it, old Mangan marched up to the circle with a burlap pig in his teeth. The she-bears in the audience called out, Hurl that pig! Make it fly, Mangan! Many she-bears cast him demure glances, some stood on all fours and arched their backs, raising their tails seductively. Old Mangan turned to Oric, a calculated gleam of malice in his eyes. 
Looks like you'll be taking second pick this year, he shouted. Mangan stood on his hind legs. He was tall, over six and a half feet at the shoulders. This gave him a real advantage in the toss, for he could swing with a long arc, and he had a great deal of muscle in those shoulders. The old bear reached down with a contemptuous swipe and snagged the pig. Then he stood majestically, a sudden gust of wind rippling through his fur. He swayed back and forth, swinging the pig in long arcs. Then, with a snort that was almost a roar, he swung one last arc and tossed the pig high. It sailed over the playing field, far past the longest mark from the younger bears, and slammed into the gray trunk of a pine tree. The burlap bag split on impact, spilling red clay dirt down the side of the tree.